702, The World View with Adam Gilchrist. Let's focus now on news from elsewhere in the world. 24 minutes after 8 o'clock, Adam Gilchrist will start uh, with uh, the ceasefire for Gaza. The Americans have said, actually, rather not. No, they vetoed the resolution and stood alone on that. I suppose that's the point of a veto, isn't it, sometimes? But is it overused in all sorts of scenarios? 13 countries out of the 15 on the UN Security Council backed the resolution by Algeria for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Uh, The UK abstained. The United States vetoed, uh, preferring its own uh, resolution, which hasn't yet gone through the whole process, but their resolution is for a temporary ceasefire, um, as and also specifically about not invading the city of Rafa. This is like a sort of ownership of the peace process thing. Maybe the wordplay is important, but at the same time, to the outside world, you do wonder. And China's reaction, for instance, to the American veto is, as they put it, that they have sent the wrong message that America has given a green light to the continued slaughter. It's difficult to argue with China's perception on that, isn't it? Tell me about India's endangered island. Yeah, India's president, Drupadi Murmi, he made a whistle-stop tour to this island earmarked for a $9 billion development. The idea is to turn Great Nicobar, which is one of those islands that you may not have noticed, but it's, it's actually closer to Indonesia and Malaysia than it is to India, but it's an Indian island. And the idea is to turn it into a shipping hub, a port for cruise ships, maybe other things, a tourist destination, a kind of Indian Hong Kong is the idea. 39 experts have said, hang on a moment, what about the people who live there? And in particular, some of the indigenous tribes, for instance, the Shompen people, the Shompen tribe, it would be a death sentence, according to these experts, a kind of genocide. Survival International says the Shompen are only about 400 people, a nomadic group of hunter-gatherers who've lived in the island's rainforest for thousands of years. Very few have had any contact with the outside world, in itself remarkable. Development would take an island that has a total population at the moment of 8,000 to 650,000. Anyone spot the problem there with progress? Uh, I know the world has to move on, but still, at the expense of the Champen, seems pretty harsh. Now, Adam Gilchrist, how good a gifter, a present gifter are you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have never given a car. (laughs) Does that make me mean? Um, But uh, I I gave my wife actually a singing lesson for Valentine's Day, and she was thrilled. She has a lovely voice anyway, but she's always wanted a singing lesson. She was thrilled. So I thought, "Ah, there's a tick in the box. But still not a car, as given by Vladimir Putin to Kim Jong-un. Pyongyang state media confirmed the limousine was delivered to Mr. Kim's entourage, A Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, confirmed a luxury car, the kind used by Vladimir Putin himself. So it is an Aurus sedan. Even if you're a petrol head, I bet you haven't got one of those. It is Russian made, but essentially it's a kind of Moscow manufactured copy of a Rolls Royce, perhaps without some of the Rolls Royce factors. But you wonder, therefore, will it be bulletproof? Does it have missiles and an ejector seat? It'll surely have a drinks cabinet. And do people simply disappear once they step inside? Very handy for Mr. (laughs) Putin and Mr. Kim. All in one week, Adam Gilchrist, Vladimir Putin giveth and he taketh away. Taketh away. (laughs) This morning's (laughs) worldview.